Welcome to Water Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And today we're going to be discussing Emailer Plus. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> nope. I'd honestly be surprised if you have, because, well, it was released in 2002 by a company called Amstrad, and another reason you probably haven't heard of it is it was a UK phone producer, not US. Since it was only made in the UK, the only way I knew it existed was the beautiful internet. <laughs> okay, so... Some All of the right. So, oh yeah, I forgot to explain what it was. It's like a phone mashed with a laptop. Okay. Think of like your standard business office telephone and then add in a sliding keyboard that you can slide out and back in and LCD, a large 480 by 320 display, which was pretty good for 2002 since the standard resolution of a, of a CRT monitor was 1024 by 768. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was 2002, so... But their main reason for why you should buy this is, is it's a state-of-the-art digital telephone packed with features, making it the must-have product for home or office. Key features, including copy mail, which is a service that lets you have the option to have all your incoming and outgoing mail copied to another email address so you can double the amount of messages that you have to go through. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? Sounds like a feature that everyone could use. Exactly. You can send and receive text messages, have up to 700 contacts, which is still plenty of people, up to eight email addresses. You can change the ringtone based on who is calling, like a normal cell phone you can do today. It also functions as an answering machine, of course. Speakerphone, large library of ringtones, and fax text messages. And, get this, you can only send your emails through their email servers, so you can't somehow hack your way around all their charges. Oh boy, charges. Okay, so, first of all, it wasn't that expensive to make, according to their CEO, for the two years of the business running. They were able to just break even of all their phones they sold. Okay. But the problem was, is some of their prices were a little, not exactly off the wall, but kind of prices. Since this was based in the UK, it's all in pence and pounds. So registration, just to register it, is 12 pence. Per email is 50 oh, pence, no. or half a dollar. Per te text message, 50 pence. Making calls, five pence. There's also games on it, which include Tetris, Donkey Kong, and a bunch of other games. <laughs> but of course, you paid based on how many days or weeks you have on it. So four-day games is 50 pence per call. Four-week games are one pound per call. Ringtones are one and a half pounds. Why? I am not sure. Okay, so it's on the list. Ringtones, one and a half pounds. What's your interpretation of that? Um, you can download additional ringtones for a pound and a half. Oh, just for the downloads then, right? I assume so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. I just wasn't sure. Oh, and there's advertisements. When you're going through your email, every email, there's an advertisement in between. Thankfully, it's free, though. They don't charge you for the advertisements. Awesome. <laughs> so not only do you get to pay for the service is also packed with ads so you get the best of both worlds hey at least you don't pay for the ads 
according to their website, it's state-of-the-art, easy to use, and you can download and play great games with sound. Because in 2002, you have to say that they're great and they have sound. Because not all computers have sound because you have to put in a sound card, which most people did. So did this... Like, I'm assuming this ran some sort of proprietary operating system and not, like, Windows or something like that? Uh, no. It was their own operating system. I couldn't find the details. I'm just going to assume they called it Amstrad OS. Okay. But they didn't say on their site or anything, or Wikipedia. I couldn't find anything on that topic. Hmm. All right. Go on. Another thing I do know, though, is... They sold about 450,000 units, and by around the year 09, the founder estimated that they still had about 150,000 in use. That seems high. I'm not experienced with the business world, so maybe that's true? I don't know, but for using something seven that's seven years old, acting as a kind of laptop and a phone at the same time, I just don't see any reason why people would use it. Well, here's my guess. They managed to sell these things to the government, and government offices never upgrade their equipment. Oh, kind of like they still run Windows XP? <laughs> yep, or like they'll have a printer that looks like it's about 30 years old, or like... It still runs. Yeah, it still runs. <laughs> or like the beige CRTs that you still occasionally see. Oh, yeah, like at a thrift store or on eBay. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, they've got to be coming from somewhere, so someone must have... If you see one at a thrift store, someone just got rid of it. True. But I, I believe the color of this, of the unit, was silver. So it wasn't like that beige tra on traditional monitors. Yeah, it's silver and... Kind of blackish. Okay. So, um, how did their business plan work out for them? Did they manage to survive by nickel and diming people for every email, or did it go down in flames? Well, as I, as I mentioned previously, they, it was released in 2002, but... Oh, I didn't mention this. It was discontinued in 2004. And in 2008, all of their servers were pulled offline, so you couldn't use their services. But according to the CEO, from what I read on Wikipedia, they managed to break even for what they sold because they sold for the hardware for cheap and made up for it with it with their services. They had a bunch of other products as well, but I didn't do my research as to what they all were. So when they pulled their servers offline, the remaining people were just left with useless bricks or were the machines still somewhat useful oh that's right thank you for reminding me you could actually still play your games until they expired which was very generous of them oh boy expired <laughs> but yeah once their servers were pulled down they became pretty much useless bricks great uh you can salvage the screen maybe but you can't if you can't connect it to the server, then you need an email address to register it and all that stuff. So, yeah, you're out of luck with a useless brick. Well, you might be able to use it as a phone. I'm not sure. 
If it has to go through their service, oh wait, no. It goes through the service, so nope. So, so did it connect to a regular phone line, or was it, um, did it? I believe so. It didn't specify. There's no pictures showing any of the ports. Huh, okay. Because I was thinking, if it's going through their... But I do know that there's an emailer plus and an E3 Superphone version. Okay. Let me see what this thing looked like. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Superphone is pretty similar to the emailer plus. Oh, and believe <laughs> it or not, their their website is still up. Wow. I wonder why. I'm kind of puzzled as to why as well. Because when I was doing my research, it's like, wait a second. This is the actual domain that... Oh, yeah. The re main reason why they keep it up is for their FAQ. Okay. I mean, most companies, they just discontinue, and then they, they just get rid of everything. So this company, on the other hand, is being considerate and letting the rare few that actually still use their products that are now bricks to go onto the FAQ and figure out how to do, how to solve some, some of their problems, except how to activate it or keep it activated. Right. They have a button on their website. Tell a friend. Wait, where? I missed that. It opens like to send an email. Oh, that's great. So, um. Oh, I found it. Oh my gosh, it's funny. <laughs> Let me just email everyone I know and tell them about this incredible thing that I just found. It's like an office phone. It's completely useless. It's an awful screen. You can buy it for 42 pounds on eBay. Uh, I'll pass. What if you were in the UK and you didn't and you didn't have to worry about international shipping? Um, I mean, if I could get one real cheap, I'd just take it apart. <laughs> wow. Savage tech user, as always. Well, maybe I could use the screen for something, maybe. I mean, it's 480 by 320 and 5.8 inches. Oh, do you think you can use the slide-out keyboard? Uh, depends how it works, maybe. Let's see. I don't know. Probably not. Is it? Uh, is it actually worth your time? Uh. That's kind of where you think. I mean, sometimes I do just take stuff apart just for fun, but... Oh, if you're just taking it apart and not trying to reuse it, then yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, like, some things to try to actually reuse them, it's just not worth the time. But for the emailer plus, you only have to, well, after you physically connect it up, you have to figure out how to hack into their operating system and bypass all their servers because they're offline. And then you might be able to get some use out of it. Mm. <laughs> Uh, it might be more useful as, like, a, a door stopper. Um, I guess. It won't be very effective, though. Eh, not even good for a door stopper. Useless. Totally useless. Mm, I'm sure I can think of something that I can use it for. Um, ooh, I know... I can buy one, hold on to it until I have grandkids, and then tell the grandkids is... The, this is how we grew up. This is these were smartphones, <laughs> and they'll believe me. <laughs> yeah, technically, this was sort of a smartphone. At what year was this? Two thousand two. Yep, two thousand and two. Discontinued in two thousand four, and unplugged in two thousand and eight, two thousand and eleven. 
somewhere around there. So, do you think this was like technically the world's first smartphone? Mm, what's what's the definition of a smartphone? So, a smartphone is a cell phone that includes features of a PDA, uh, such as applications for reading and sending email, maintaining a calendar, and browsing the web. Oh yeah. That's right. How could I completely forget? You could also browse the web. But they didn't word it that way. So. Let's see. How did they word it? Access the web. Access the web. Hmm. So, besides the part about it having to be a cell phone, otherwise it pretty much fulfills all the requirements to be considered a smartphone. That's that's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Why didn't they just sit, market it as a smartphone? That would have been funny. I'm guessing that the word probably hadn't been invented at that point. I... Oh, true. Because Steve Jobs came out with the iPhone in, like, 2008, right? Yeah, I think it was 2008, yeah. Now anything with extra features is just a smart whatever. Like, you add extra features to a TV. Smart belt. Right. You add extra features to a TV, it becomes a smart TV. Refrigerator becomes a smart refrigerator. Okay, so it's, let's just assume, uh, let's have a hypothetical. So you had this emailer plus. The servers were all online. How would you use it? Uh, so I, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> Why not? Well, if I... if. Oh, come on, John. Okay. So if you did, based on the average amount of emails that an office employee today gets an average of about 121 emails. And one of the questions on the FAQ is, how can I filter out spam mail? You can't. You get charged for it. <laughs> so oh, if you get 121 emails a day at 15, at 50 pence each, that's 14 pounds and 52 pence per day just on email not calling not anything else just how much you're being charged a day for all the junk mail you're getting wow that's that's pretty bad and also like if anyone ever wanted to like take down the company if they could obtain a list of the email addresses of every user and then just start spamming all the users so that every user would end up with a massive bill people would jump ship pretty quick Although I doubt uh, competitors were really. Yeah. My previous math is bad. I don't know how I got that previous answer. Okay, so if you have 121 emails and it's 50 pence, you just have that. So that'd be 60 pounds, 50 pence. Sorry about that. I have no idea how I got the other number. Did you say 60 pounds? Yeah, if you're getting 121 emails and it's 50 pence each, which is half a half a pound. So according to Google, that's $76. Ooh, that's just an email. That's assuming you don't use it for calls. Of course, I don't know if the exchange rate is anywhere near the same today as it was in 2002. True. And inflation. It did originally sell for 50 pounds of that kind of gives you an idea i noticed they advertise it as easy to use yeah it's a phone and computer all into one so uh, so okay and it could send texts but it was not it, you can't send texts over a landline so it had to be 
like unless it actually had like a SIM card and a cell connection, it had to have been their servers sending the messages. So you would type out the message and hit send, and then the message would have to be sent to their server, and then their server oh. would have to somehow mm-hmm. that would make sense. actually send the message. Yeah, not sure how because they of course don't give specifics on how their servers are operated, even if their server their product is discontinued. I believe they still sell other products. Not sure. Hmm. They have a bunch of digital satellites. Let's see. Um, <laughs> digital satellite, international oh, environmental. TV. Duh. <laughs> I was thinking of the satellite like in space. Product archive, E3 Superphone. Ooh, this looks boy. like a. It's the third generation of the emailer. Oh, the emailer plus was the second gen. I missed that. This one appears to have a color screen and Ooh. what appears to be a webcam along one edge of the screen. That is kind of cool, but also weird at the same time. Oh, video phone. Make video calls. No additional charge for video calls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So that's actually... At the time, that might not have been too bad. Assuming the resolution was, like, eh, usable. 480 by 320. It's the same resolution. But, like, if the video was uh, full 380 by... Oh, it says 480 by 320. If the video was 480 by 320, but what if the video was, say, I don't know, 128 by... 60 ouch that would look terrible yeah and like the way that they're showing it on this picture here yeah that's like that's like 720p 1360 by 768 at least by the looks of it why do companies always do that it looks so good um according to that picture based on my eyes that's at least full hd but in actuality this particular product has a 480 by 320 screen. What the heck? I found a picture of the original packaging. It was um, E3 emailer video phone. Email. Internet. Superphone. What? Make video calls to other emailers. Oh, to other E3 emailers. Ah, there we go. Okay. That makes more sense. Internet. MMS. Games something else that i can't read because it's too small mm-hmm. can't you just enhance it like in the movies enhancing there now i can read it internet mms 700 name address book video phone sms text to and from mobiles yes because what else are you going to be sending sms to games full color screen digital answering machine, and hands-free speakerphone. Unlike those speakerphones where you need hands, I guess? I don't know. I mean, companies always market it that way. So basically, it's the Emailer Plus, but it has a webcam and a color screen. And no additional charges for video calls. They just charge you for audio for the call. Yeah. Looks like I might have found pictures of the internals of this one. Uh... Oh boy. I'm not entirely sure if this is the what I'm looking at. 
I don't know either because I can't see it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if this is that particular device, but it certainly looks like it could be. It's nothing impressive inside. It looks like just a few not very powerful chips and, I don't know, half a dozen capacitors and various other small components, but there's no, like, whatever processor it had was not powerful enough to need a heat sink, apparently. Not really a surprise, considering... Uh, oh, here's a picture of the interface. Wow, yeah, that's definitely not Windows. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely not. It's got options like ringtones. Does that say pranks? It really looks like the third option says pranks. What? Um, if this is supposed to be towards business people, oh my gosh. What? Why didn't they advertise that feature? Is it because they're marketing towards business people and they don't want them to do pranks, but they include it anyway? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, and what is that one, top one? Sky, sea, spark stuff, surf, sea speak, sea speak, surf. surf, surf. Okay, ringtones, pranks, texting, free collar display, copy mail. Psychic and Tarot. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what's adult? Um, w we'll I'm not go there. I'm, just... I'm guessing we'll just, I just not don't go under... there. I just don't under... Okay. Interesting. Okay. I, I get why they don't advertise all that stuff <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, get this phone. You can also prank other people, play games, and... Oh, you can copy all of your emails to another email address so you can have twice as much to go through. And, oh, video calls are free, so that's a plus. Well, sorry, not free. They're the cost of a regular phone call. So they're included. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder if it used... So for one thing, if, if, you, if they're charging you for calls, but it can just plug into your regular phone line and you're already paying your phone company for your calls, then... Are you has to go through their email sir has to go through their phone servers so then it was like so then it was very early VoIP or I guess I don't know when VoIP let's see uh I can't type for some reason uh the history of VoIP uh that's no use oh okay so I see something about like mentioning VoIP in 2000 Skype Skype started in 2003? What? I don't know. Skype enters the scene. 2003 saw Skype launching its beta software, and it quickly gained national attention. For one thing, Skype allowed people to make computer voice calls completely free of charge. Oh, is that how they got... Huh. Interesting. In 2005, Skype blew up the scene again when they introduced video chat into their software. So Skype didn't begin as video calling. It began as VoIP. I mean, makes sense with the technology. So 1998, a company called Vocal Tech created a computer-to-cell phone and telephone-to-telephone -tel calling capacities for VoIP. Oh, it's redundant and unnecessary. And consumers agreed. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but what's not redundant is the shameless plug. If you like the episode, consider subscribing and supporting us on Patreon. And we'll see you next week.